Welcome back, you guys, with the newest episode of Extraordinarily Average, Deontay Cobb. Coming at you with no co-star today. No special guest, nobody. I don't want to say nobody wanted to show up, but nobody was available. And today, I'm going to start out with rap. Because this is a, 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 a sports rap podcast. Because I love talking about rap in sports. Specifically basketball and football, soccer, baseball, hockey, I don't know what to say. So, I have a top five list for rappers of all time. And you can, you, you can, text, you can, text, me, you can text me back on what your opinion on this, on, on my, my list is. But before I get into that, I want to talk about TK. I'm shining like a mega man. I was for mega man. Yeah, that guy. So I think that I think the court did him wrong. See, he was arrested at 17. They held him for eight months until he was 18, so they can charge him as an adult. And his trial st- is starting to happen. <coughs> and uh, if you thought he was gonna get by with no time, <laughs> you're wrong. He pleaded guilty to armed robbery. So, the the white girl, okay? The white girl who snitched on everybody got 20 years. What does this mean for the 18-year-old black man who could have pulled the trigger, could have not pulled the trigger, but was definitely involved? What does it mean for him? So, I don't know. I'm, I'm scared for him. I'm really scared for him. Because... He had a bright future, or his producer has a bright future. But he 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 had he had something going for him until he got arrested. And you most of the time you see rappers get they get arrested and their clout goes up and they get out and they start wilding. For him, he got arrested, his clout went up, and he started going back. So he did the dumbest thing and got off a house or ran off a house arrest. Keep in mind, we got the best song we ever got from him. However. He's also in jail. Another rapper in jail, Takashi Six Nine. Another rapper in jail, YM YMW Melly. Those cases aren't looking too good. I think this is partly because rappers start snitching on themselves in their music. Melly, I got murder on my mind, killing two of his friends. Takashi Six Nine. Ah, oh, there's too many lyrics. Police pull up on me. I don't know what happened. Police pull up on you. You gonna get to yap? That was, that that was a lie. Vi- vice versa, buddy. Vice versa. And take a, they're they're good rappers. They have, they have, they all have futures. Melly, in particular, had the most talent. But take and six nine, they had they 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 had bright futures, and then they can't they they got in trouble with the law. And so, we're really, the rappers, if you're going to do something wrong, stop telling everybody. If, 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 if you're just telling the truth, I shoot people, I sell drugs, I kill people, uh, that's all right. That is all, well, it's, it's not all right on any level. Don't forget I said that. It's not all right. But biggest part of rap is telling your truth. Lil Dicky. Eminem, 
You don't see them say, saying, oh, I shoot people and I sell. No, 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 no. You got to tell your truth. Eminem talks about how he's going to kill his wife. And Lil Dicky talks about whatever he wants. Basic, basically, basic white guy things. Eminem, speaking of Eminem, my number one greatest rapper of all time, Eminem. His understanding of lyrical wordplay and metaphors and understanding lyrics is it's, it's better than any white it's better than any white, black, Asian, Mexican, uh, Filipino, uh, I don't even know anymore, <laughs> Russian, I, I don't even know. He's just the best of all time at that particular spot. <coughs> Therefore, he's number one. He's he's basically on everybody's number one to me. If, if, he's, if, you're not, if you think Tupac or Biggie or anybody else is really the greatest rapper of all time, you're crazy. Because his album sells sell it, tell it. His lyrical wordplay tells it. And that's it. Usually the greatest rappers of all time, when they're talking about it, it's, sometimes it's a popularity contest. But if you just go off a raw talent, going right off the dome, this man freestyled about Donald Trump. Freaking went viral because of how good it was. And that was just off the dome. Speaking of rappers that go off the dome... Number two, we got Lil Wayne. This man has not lost a step. Some of y'all didn't like the Carter Five. Some of y'all don't have a brain. That song he did with X, he opened up the verse with staring into the crowd, cloud, clouds. Staring into the clouds, are they rising? No, am I rising? Are they, okay. Let me start over. Staring into the clouds. Am I rising? Are they falling down? You really had to think about that. His metaphor, he's the best of all time in metaphors. And he doesn't even, he doesn't even write anything out. He's the paper chaser, tell that paper, look, I'm right behind you. Real G's move and sounds like lasagna. I didn't understand that lasagna verse until five years later. Because... With Lil Wayne, you can't just hear it. You can't just hear it. You have to listen to it. He, he just says metaphors like it's nothing. And I'm over here mind blown. And oh, even with all he, that he's done, he's still underrated. He hasn't lost anything but his hair. Number three, I got Tupac. Some people might have him at number one, number two. Well, I got no, I got him at number three. Okay, I'm trying to be unbiased on everything, but going off a of raw talent, Pac, Pac is number three. Well, not going off a of raw talent, but Pac, Pac had, I think, five or six years of his rap life. And those five or six years are probably the best five or six years you can have as a rapper. Before being fail, faithfully shot, fate, fatally, man, I cannot talk today. Fatally shot in his car. Oh, I don't even know if it's his car, but that's irrelevant at the moment. He had something going for him with songs like Dear Mama, Hail Mary, Ambitions as a Writer. Hit him up. That's nothing. He, he, he did the best 
He did the best you could have done as a rapper within six years. If you had told him in 1990, hey, you're going to die in six years, you couldn't have done any better. Him and Biggie, although I don't think Biggie is, is as good as everybody says he is, he got shot six months later. I think he's a very, I think he did very good for the time he had. Pac and Biggie, if they, if they would have been as old as Eminem, for say, if they would have lived as long as Eminem did, is, as long as Eminem is, they would be the top two greatest, mm, I don't know about Biggie, but Eminem, top Tupac would be number one, and Eminem would be number two, but that's just not the case, because Eminem has done more, because he's had more life, number four, I got J. Cole, he is doing a phenomenal job with Dreamville, I love what he's doing over there, I freaking love it, he's giving a bunch of young men, an op- young men an opportunity to be on Billboard, Boosting all of their career. And he's the reason I, f- I even know. Double oh, XL is the reason I know who J.I.D. is. But. Mark my words on July 16th. Wait. Today the 16th? 17th. Today's the 17th. July 17th. Wednesday 2019. Mark my words. July. J.I.D. is going to be in the top five rappers of all time. He's going to be the top five rappers of all time. It's it's really it's really undebatable. JID, you guys need to listen to him. You have to. There's just no other there's no other reason you should you shouldn't. If you want quality songs, people who actually don't mumble in their raps, you don't have to listen to Eminem, Tupac, Biggie. You have to listen. You you listen to him. You don't you don't have to listen to Ski Mask and Smoke Perp. No, he's he's one of the best modern day artists you could ever find. Ooh. Having my voice, he's the best modern day artist you can you can find. Songs I would recommend songs like Hereditary, Ed and Eddie, Never. Uh, really, the whole DiCaprio one and two. You really gotta listen to those, and that's all because of the man J Cole. He did a song, JID, and J Cole did a song together. It's called Off These. If you ever listen to it, really, you can just like skip ahead in the podcast or something. But people who have it, he held his own with J. Cole. Don't get me wrong, J. JID was doing his thing, and J. Cole was like, okay, okay, I see where this is going. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and teach you who's boss. Cause J. J. Cole is the boss. He's the boss. He he really is the boss. I feel like as time goes by, he's going to be in our top three rappers of all time. He did, what, four, three, three albums, no features, went platinum. It's crazy. I don't know other rappers done that. So he's at number four for me. And some of y'all may be, what about Kendrick? Kendrick's better than J. Cole. No. Unless Kendrick drops something in the next two years. If Kendrick doesn't drop something this year. Screw the next two years. How about something this year? Because it's been two years since his damn album. And Lil Uzi Vert. I, th- I think he might have the same situation as Lil Uzi Vert. But I think Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar definitely takes more care of his music. But I don't know what's going on. It's been two years. Why? Where's the album, man? I'm, I'm looking for it under my bed and everything. And I can't see it. I don't know where it is. So he's at number five for me. J. Cole 
just popped out after For Your Eyes Only with KOD with a surprise album and then started dropping features, bangers. Longevity is a part of being one of the greatest rappers of all time. And Kendrick Lamar, although he has longevity, he hasn't dropped anything. He just fell off the map. At this point, I'm wondering if Big Sean is better than him. No, I'm just playing. But still, he needs to drop something if you if you want to be one of the greatest rappers of all time. And I'm still waiting for Tupac to drop. No, I'm just kidding. That's messed up. But still, even Eminem is dropping songs. He's dropped I mean, two albums within five months. No, two albums within six months. With... Man, I can't even think of his albums. The first one he dropped in December was garbage. Well, for him, it's garbage. But his second album with Jordan Lucas and everybody... Man, I can't even think of the names. That album was... That album was fire. So... For me, you need to drop songs if you want to be relevant. Lil Uzi Vert for two years wasn't relevant. And he's more relevant than Kendrick Lamar is right now. Now, now that I got now now that I got that out of the way, I got I got a winner and a loser of the 2019 offseason for basketball. This is the basketball portion. <laughs> Side note: Russell Westbrook is traded to the Rockets. And the big question is, is he going to fit? Was Chris Ball better fit than Russell Westbrook was? And if it really depends. Because Mike D'Antoni is a one-player offense with Jeremy Lin and 05-06 Suns and Steve Nash. And now it's James Harden. James, Steve oh, – not Steve. What am I thinking? Mike D'Antoni has a one-player offense. If Mike D'Antoni had LeBron James, LeBron James would undoubtedly be the greatest player ever to ever touch a basketball. So, it's really a one-player offense. And now that you've got a second ball-dominant player, who I think second-highest usage rate, I think he had the second-highest usage rate of the season. I might have to look it up. I'm not. Don't, don't quote me on this. But... It's it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be really challenging because Russell Westbrook is not a three point shooter. He'll take it in the hole with you. He used to be a good three point shooter. I don't know what happened, but we we've seen him take a step back from what he used to be. 2016, 20, 2016, 2017 season, thirty one ten and ten, which is the greatest point guard season of all time. Yeah, yeah, greatest point guard season of all time. Take a step back to 22 points per game and 10 rebounds and 11 assists. He's averaging three straight triple doubles for the last three years. Triple doubles for the last three years. So it's going to be interesting. You you definitely have to change up the system. Because if you just have Russell Westbrook in the corner shooting three-pointers, you're not you're not going to get you're not going to get wins. So you really have to you really have to change it up. And that's all on Mike D'Antoni. If the Rockets do poorly this year, it's not going to be on anybody but Mike D'Antoni. The James Harden, Russell Westbrook, it's not going to be their fault. It's going to be the coach's fault because a 
about 30-40% of the 30-40% t- of the wins are on the coach. Mitch, what am I saying? It's like 80% of the wins on the coach. There's a reason Greg Popovich is always relevant. Even when the 7th seed Nuggets went against the 7th, no, 7th seed Nuggets went against the 7th seed, 2nd seed Denver Nuggets went against the 7th seed San Antonio Spurs. The Nuggets were clearly a better team going in, but it's Greg Popovich, who is, might be the greatest, second greatest, I don't know, wherever you want to put Coach K there. He's always relevant, and they took him to a Game 7, even though they didn't have the, as good as a team or good as, as good as a season. So, it's really going to be interesting to see how they work. But my winner of the 2019 offseason, okay, this should be a, this should be like an award or something before the season starts or something, is the New Orleans Pelicans. And I know people are going to be like, oh, what about both L.A. teams or or even OKC? No, 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 no. The Pelicans went from an OK team to once again an OK team, but they have the best young core in the, in the league. So, even, okay, so on my birthday, on my birthday, they traded Anthony Davis for the fourth overall pick, which is huge, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, four other first-round picks. They did this on my birthday, took all the attention away from me. I, 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 that, they did me dirty on that one. And in the offseason, they picked up J.J. Redick and Derek Favors. All that, and all that, from getting rid of an unhealthy, unhealth, unhappy superstar in New Orleans. So, to me, they had the best offseason. The Lakers gave up too much for AD. Even though, I understand they want to win now. Picking up Boogie Cousins and Danny Green and putting LeBron at point guard. Golly. He's gonna be. He's a huge point guard. Nobody else is in. Nobody else. Nobody else in the league is as big as LeBron James at point guard, except for the starting point guard for my losers, which is the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know what you're thinking. They get. They get Al Horford. They got Al Horford, and, and he's a great player. Congratulations! You got another player for Ben Simmons to compete with in the paint. This is crazy. Why would you get another post player? It's it's already hard enough for Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons to play together. It's already hard enough. Now you go add another player who does nothing but sit in the post. And they got and they didn't have Jimmy Butler, who was a top fifteen player in this league. Because remember, basketball is a two way game. And he's one of the best defensive players in the league. And plus one of the best offensive players in the league. So, losing him. And they don't have any shooters. The only thing stopping from this 76ers team is the three-point line. They lost J.J. Redick. He went to the Pelicans. Not only they're losers just because of that. But they're also losers because they paid Ben Simmons $170 million. I'm gonna say it like this: He's not. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve seventy million of that. Of those. Of those. He doesn't deserve seventy million of those. Listen, 
I'm struggling to get a job at McDonald's. And he's getting paid $170 million. I shoot better three-pointers than Ben Simmons. And he's getting paid $170 million. I shoot better mid-range jump shots and free throws than Ben Simmons. Getting paid $170 million. And I can't even get paid minimum wage. What? What? Why? Listen. He's been in the NBA for two seasons. He's a one-time All-Star and a one-time Rookie of the Year. I understand it's not about the now. It's about the future. But if Giannis and the Bucks are going to stay in the East, they're not going to no finals. They can, they can butt heads in the Eastern Conference Finals for four years. I don't – doesn't matter. They're not going – they're not surpassing them. Al Horford, game four, when Giannis dropped 39 points, 16 rebounds, and four assists, and in 34 minutes – he did all of that in Al Horford's paint. So, he went to an Eastern team, but he went back to an Eastern team, but you have to pass an Eastern team in the Bucks. Listen, I'm going to give you, I have some stats. I'm going to give you examples of Ben Simmons versus the Toronto series. Ben Simmons, game five. Three for five shooting, seven points, five five turnovers. I know you might think, oh, it's just an off game. It's just, it's just an off game. Okay, let me go to two games before. He put up ten points, seven rebounds, and seven assists, which is pretty good. I think they won that game too. He had a plus seven, plus minus, which is really good. That's positive, but that's the lowest out of all the starters. The lowest out of all the starters, which means. They did worse when he's on the floor. Let me go to the next game. Jimmy, no. Let me go to the next game where Ben Simmons dropped 10, 4, and 5. Minus 16 plus minus. Jimmy Butler dropped 29 points. In a game, they, they dropped 29 points in a game where Ben Simmons <coughs> couldn't show up. He dropped 29 points in a game where they couldn't show up. And even with Jimmy Butler's 29 points, they still lost by a lot. Game six, he dropped 21 points, eight rebounds, and six assists. Okay, that's not bad. That's really good. Not $170 million. Good, but he had a plus four, plus minus, which is which is the second lowest out of all the starters that game. And you might think, well, well. He's, it's not the worst out of all the stars. So what are you complaining about? Well, the only person that had a worst plus minus was J.J. Redick. And J.J. Redick's not getting paid $170 million over the span of five years. Jim, Joel Embiid, that same game, had a plus 40 plus minus. Keep that in mind. When he was on the floor, they scored 40 more points than the other team. When Ben Simmons won the floor, they scored four more points than the other team. He's getting paid elite money. He's not acting like an elite player. It's really just crazy for me. What does he do besides go into the paint? Hook shots? Floaters? Congratulations? If you don't go play power forward, 
uh, I don't know what's gonna happen to you. He's 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 the tallest point. He has the he has the potential to be a Magic Johnson, but even Magic Johnson shot better three pointers than he did. Ben Simmons shot sixty percent from free, the free throw range. It'd be different if you're like a Demar Derozan who who worked within the mid range, but he doesn't shoot he doesn't shoot three pointers or mid range jump shots. He goes into the paint or rebounds or assists. So if you're gonna do if you're gonna if you can, if you can't shoot threes, at least shoot mid range jump shots. And if you can't shoot mid range jump shots, play center. But to me, he doesn't deserve all that money. Only person on that team that deserves all that money is Joel Embiid. Who was sick that series. So I don't I don't see where they're coming from. To me, if I went on 2K right now and started a franchise with the 76ers, I'm trading Ben Simmons. Because they're statistically worse when he's on the floor. And he hasn't showed up in enough big games to get paid $170 million. Maybe $100 million. But that's potential. He's what, 20, 22, 23, 21. I think, yeah, I think he's 21, 22 years old. So if you gave him a five years deal and he'd be 26 when that deal went up, he'd be, he'd be, he would be entering his prime. That's where, that's typically where the prime starts at 26 years old and it probably ends around 32, 33. So you, you're playing, you're playing him, you're paying him. Prime money. You're paying him like he's getting paid in his prime. He's not even close to his prime. And if he keeps like doing like this, and this is his prime, you guys just wasted a bunch of money. Congratulations. But that's that's all for extraordinarily extraordinarily average with Deontay Cobb. Um, speaking of the show, I plan to move to YouTube and change up the schedule a little bit. I know I didn't do my podcast for this Sunday. But I plan to do it every two days or so. It's really just going to be like a surprise. I'll probably post it on my story. Speaking of my story, my Instagram is DC0BB5. It's basically DCOB, but replacing the O with the zero. I plan to get Twitter. I plan also plan to go forward with this. Um, doing it on, you, like I said, doing it on YouTube. Getting a camera. And... Doing, doing better than just a podcast. Because I, I like this, but I want to go forward with this. Because I love talking about sports. I love talking about rap. And bringing a special guest on here just makes it all the more fun. If if you have fun working, you'll never work a day in your life. And I have fun working doing this. So I plan to switch it up. But thank you for listening with Extraordinarily Average Deontay Cobb. And I'm going to catch you in the next episode. Bye.